high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers is a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! One and ten at the 21. Wimson hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, catching to 10. Benunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. Oh. Yeah! All right, welcome back to the Scarlet Faithful Podcast. I'm Aaron Brightman, Saturday night, previewing Rutgers, Nebraska, Sunday night, 6.30. I have to check. I believe it's on BTN. Huge road game for Rutgers. Very difficult game. Um, walking into Lincoln, Nebraska, it's the last home game of the season, so a senior night for a Nebraska team fighting for an NCAA tournament berth. Right now, they're on the right side of the bubble by pretty much, I think, all projections. And Rutgers obviously beat them in overtime at the rack in January. Um, but Nebraska is a different team at home. They're 9-0 and in Big Ten play. They've lost once all season at home. I believe they're 17-1. and What is their last? Yeah, they lost to Creighton. They got blown out. Um, you know, obviously, in-state rival. Uh, lost by 29 to Creighton. December 3rd. Otherwise, um, you know, it's funny. They hosted Ryder. They beat Ryder by 14, uh, but they beat, you know, Michigan State by seven at home. They beat Indiana by 16, Purdue by 16. They had 14 threes in that game. They beat Northwestern by six. They beat Ohio State by 14, Wisconsin in overtime by eight, Michigan by 20. Penn State by 19, despite just making four threes in that game. They shot 58 from two. And they beat Minnesota by 18. So they've been killing teams at home. And the other thing about their offense is not just their offense. They're much better defensively at home in terms of their efficiency ratings. Um, it's funny. In Big Ten play, they're, they're eighth offensively and fourth in defense. I did not expect that. Without looking at that, they have a ton of shooters. They shoot 45% of their field goal attempts are from three. Um, you know, we know Tommy Naga, uh, he had a big game against Rutgers. Bryce Williams, he typically does. Bryce Williams played really well. But you have one, two, three, four, six, six shooters over 73 point attempts this season. And they're all shooting at least 35%, except for Gary, who's shooting Juwan Gary 33%. He only has 70 attempts. Everyone uh, over 90 or more attempts is shooting over 35%. That is, I mean, when people talk about Rutgers, like Rutgers has one three-point shooter over 35%, and it's Noah Fernandes, who is on fire right now. He's made 10 of his last 14. He's made 14 of his last 25. He's 16 of 34 in Big Ten play. Um, He's a big key. I think the rest of the way, they have to unleash him. He's a spark off the bench. Talk about that in a minute. But in terms of Nebraska, uh, obviously a huge key is, is, is closing down on shooters and defending the arc. Uh, Bryce Williams, 109 attempts, 38.5%. He's 321st nationally. Rank Mast, who did not have a great game against Rutgers in the first game. Big fellow who steps out from three. 
He's got he's shooting 34.6% on 104 attempts. Tominagas, 36.6 on 161 attempts. Then you have uh, like I said, Gary at 32.9. He left the Rutgers game early, had nine points. What that game really shifted when he left uh hurt. Um they have a uh, Jamarquez Lawrence comes off the bench, uh, 89 uh, attempts, uh, 34.8%. And then you have CJ Wilcher, who played really well against Rutgers the first game, 40% uh, flat, 219th best nationally on 115 attempts. Have to, have to, have to defend the arc. Well, uh, you know, Rutgers really did a good job of pressuring the ball against Nebraska. Um, Nebraska is not a good rebounding team. Rutgers has not been great uh, in terms of keeping opponents off the offensive glass lately, uh, and their national rank is not good. But uh, they were able to really hurt Nebraska on the offensive glass in that first meeting, and Rutgers is really good on the offensive glass. Uh, in conference play, uh, they are right now on terms of offense. Offensive rebounding percentage, they're fourth in the conference. Uh, Nebraska is last. So Rutgers has a real opportunity here to keep the game. Listen, you're going on the road. You can't expect to, you know, Rutgers cannot be expected to win this game. But how are they going to win this game? They have to dominate the glass. They were plus 14 the first time. They have to take advantage of second chance points, forcing turnovers and scoring in transition off of turnovers. You have to get those kind of baskets. If Rutgers is going to, you know, rely on the half court to win this game, they're not going to win. Nebraska is second in the Big Ten in two-point defense, 46.9%. So you got to get some second-chance points off of offensive rebounds. You got to get some transition baskets and score off for turnovers. That's a must. Rutgers is number one in forcing turnovers in the league. Nebraska is sixth. So you have to take care of the basketball. How's Rutgers going to get points in this game? I really think you're going to see Pico stick with that shortened rotation, that eight-man rotation that he uh, shifted to in the win uh, earlier this week against Michigan. That worked so well. And what does that leave the bench? Right? Is is well? Let Let's go to Mawat Mag. He has he's played missed three of the last five games. Um, it's hard to say. Uh, Pico did mention you know he had been practicing and then he hasn't practiced since his last game. So I think it's fair to say that, you know, it's, it's we, we don't know if we're going to see him the rest of the, the rest of the way. I think that's fair to question. Um, and if that's the case, then you have a short rotation and then you have Hyatt in the starting lineup. So what does that mean for your bench based on the last game? That means uh, a trio of Noah Fernandes, Austin Williams, and Oscar Palmquist. He didn't go, uh, Pico did not go to uh, Wolf. Or Igbole, uh against Michigan, he uh, went with Oscar, who pretty much was the five. Uh, and, you know, it's not going to work against everybody. I don't know if that's going to work against Mass, who's a much better big than really Mich Michigan has. Um, and Rutgers did a really good job of containing him in the first game. That obviously was about Igbole. It was, you know, Cliff had a really good game against Nebraska. That first meeting, he, he busted out. And, uh, yeah, I think eight blocks in that game. Um, so Rutgers needs a spark from the bench. And I think Noah Fernandes, Austin Williams, and Palmquist, they've all given Rutgers sparks at different times this year. And they're all veterans at this point. They're all – I mean, Austin's a, what, seventh year. Noah is fifth year. Oscar, four and a half, 
five years. You know, he started that half semester in 1920. Uh, well, well, spring semester 2020. So it gives them experience. It gives them offense. Uh, Noah is their best three-point shooter. They got to get him the rock. They got to set him up. He he's got he's got to hunt threes. That's that's got to be his job. That's his role now. Um, Oscar, you know, at times, uh, even against Maryland, you know, gave them some some spark. He's, I think it's fair to say he's a defensive liability. But uh, if you can give them energy coming off the bench, and uh, be good offensively, that that's that's something. And then Austin Williams, you know, he's a bulldog. He's tough on both ends of the floor. He's a bigger guard. Uh, he's not a shooter per se, but he can get to the rim. He can draw contact. Uh, he plays within the offense. He, I think, you know, has played well off of Jeremiah Williams and played well off of Noah. Um, you know, he he just he fits. He he doesn't uh, he doesn't really try to force it. So I I kind of I kind of like that three man bench right there, especially on the road. Uh, guys that have been there and guys that can can score. So they're going to need big big minutes from the bench, in, meaning not necessarily how many minutes, but just quality minutes off the bench. And then their starters. You know, Cliff's going to have to show up uh, in a big way. I think he's got to be confident, you know, after dominating Mass the first uh, matchup. Uh, he held Mass to just four points, eight rebounds. Uh, what did Cliff have in the first game? Uh, it was it was something pretty, pretty fierce. Uh, Cliff in the first game had 14 points on 6 of 11 shooting, 15 rebounds, four blocks. I got that confused. Uh, but, you know, he was a real force down the stretch in that game. Uh, but they had balance in that win. Uh, you know, Mag played really well. He had 16 points. Austin Williams had 11 points and six rebounds, two assists in that first matchup. Derek Simpson played well uh, with 14 points. He was just three of 13 from the field, but he had eight assists, eight rebounds. Uh, that was a gutty performance by him. Andre Hyatt had 17 points. He was four of 11 from three. He was really hunting threes. Rutgers was 11 of 29 from three in that first uh, outing. 38%. Uh, they, they, you know, Nebraska had, was 37%, but they, they made them work for it. 13 of 35 attempts. Uh, Nebraska is a good, uh, very good free throw shooting team. Rutgers has to keep them off the line. Uh, they have to defend without fouling. You know, they're going to have to have pressure, full court pressure is going to have to generate some stuff, speed Nebraska up. Um, but, you know, the, the pressure – the full court pressure is dangerous because you can't let Nebraska beat you with passes. That's going to set up shooters. Um, so that's, you know, I, I wouldn't expect a ton of it, um, but he's going to have to, I think Pykele going to have to pick his spots, pick his spots with his own. Um, he's, you know, we're gonna, gonna, he's going to need to coach his ass off to win this game. Let's be honest. The bench is going to have to step up. Rutgers is going to have to be very uh, committed defensively in terms of, not allowing shooters to get off and get in open spots. You can't allow easy baskets, and you have to generate some on the road. The place is going to be cranking. You know, Lincoln on a Sunday night, nothing uh, nothing else is going to be the focal point of Lincoln, Nebraska on Sunday night other than senior night. And this is their best team in years. Fred Hoiberg's got them cooking. Um, this is a huge game for them. Uh, they are, let's see. 20 and nine overall. They're 36 in Kempom. I mean, this is a tournament team right now. Rutgers would be, you know, Rutgers is 91 in Kempom. It's probably a quad three game for them. 
So uh, this is – and it's their last home game. And then they have Michigan. I mean, Nebraska's got a real opportunity here to finish 12-8 and eight in the Big Ten and 22-9 and nine in the regular season. They just have Rutgers and Michigan left. So uh, it's a big game for them. They're going to be up for it. They lost at Ohio State on Thursday by nine points, uh, and they had won four games in a row before that, beating Michigan, Penn State, and Minnesota at home and at Indiana. So they've had a pretty for, you know, pretty gr- uh, good schedule in terms of uh, their uh, difficulty. But, um, you know, this is a team that beat them already. Uh, they're going to be looking for payback. This is definitely going to be a Hornets Nest type game. I mean, Rutgers has to be focused, has to share the basketball from the get-go. Uh, they need to work the shot clock. They, you know, Nebraska is really a really high assist rate. Uh, they share the basketball really well. Uh, they will um, – you know, make Rutgers work defensively. They're going to have to rotate and pick up shooters. Uh, yeah, assist rate, they're 37th nationally, 58.2%. Um, and Rutgers, you know, when they share the basketball, they're a different offense. Uh, they need ball reversals to be able to, to drive. They can't just, you know, uh, you know, will Nebraska try to adjust and take the high ball screen away? Uh, that's what's worked really well for Rutgers. We'll see. Um Derek Simpson struggled of late. They really need Derek Simpson to step up in this game uh, on the road. He played, you know, he he really moved the ball well against Nebraska in that first meeting. So uh, it's funny, you know, I was laughing because uh, in terms of the rotation, Peichel shortened the rotation. People have been screaming for him to, to tighten the rotation for a long time now. And then he shortens the rotation. And then I get all these questions and you see all these comments on social media. Well, what happened to this guy? Why isn't this guy playing? Why isn't Gavin playing? Why? Well, he shortened the rotation. And he said after the game that he felt like those eight practiced the best and they deserve the most minutes. We'll see how Gavin bounces back, you know, mentally. Uh, he played okay in that second half when he did get run. He didn't get into the game until it was, you know, 13 minutes ago. It was a blowout. Uh, he took a really bad three on a contested three, about you know three feet off the line, maybe two feet. Uh, and then he, he knocked down a, a wide open one and made a really good move by uh, you know taking a dribble to get into a shot. So he's got to take quality shots. And I think if he starts taking quality looks, uh, he's going to get back more minutes. But we'll see. We'll see. He's going to get an opportunity tomorrow night. Rutgers needs scoring off the bench. They need their three point shooters are off the bench aside from Andre Hyatt who has kind of tapered off a little bit from behind the arc. So, you know, what what does this team have to play for? What does this team have left? They certainly showed they have some left in the tank uh, Thursday night against Michigan. Have to move past that, and it's a quick turnaround here on a Thursday uh, Sunday night in Nebraska, and then you're on the road next week at Wisconsin. These are going to be two difficult games, but they should have all the confidence in the world. They, they really have nothing to lose, and maybe – this team needs that. Maybe they're going to be looser. They're not going to be tight. And they'll just go out there and play, you know. And and listen, they can compete with anyone when they play a certain way, when they play Rutgers defense, and when they when they play together offensively. So, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they win this game. It's not likely. But I do think they can win. Uh, it's a tall task. And they're going to have to be consistent. They can't fall behind by double digits. They can't give up kill shots. A kill shot is a 10-0 run or more. They can't they can't fall into five, six-minute scoring droughts, you know, and and, and uh, they're going to have to get to the line some. That free throw uh, differential, that uh, three-point differential, those are going to be really telling to watch because Nebraska can 
you know, bury teams with plus 15 from the line, plus 15 from the three, three point line, either or. So you got to stay within striking distance there. You got to capitalize on the offensive glass. You got to force turnovers. You got to take care of the basketball. We'll see what happens. I'll be back Sunday after uh, Sunday night uh, for a rapid reaction uh, as always. And let me just double check that Rutgers is playing on BTN because I will not forgive myself if I give the wrong information. They are, uh, let's see. Um, of course, it's not popping up. Okay, uh, let's see. They are, yeah, on the Big Ten Network, Sean Morris and Kevin Kluger. And I would be remiss if I ended this by not pointing out that on Saturday, Rutgers officially announced Dylan Harper as part of the program. He actually signed back in November, uh, announced on Saturday his birthday. Who knew Dylan Harper was born for March? Literally looking forward to his arrival uh, with Ace Bailey and the rest of his class, Lathan Somerville, Dylan Grant, and Bryce Dorch, but haven't given up on this season either. And I'm looking for what type of energy what type of effort is this Rutgers team going to give in a very tough environment on Sunday night? But welcome Dylan Harper officially. Let's go.